We're now begin the ninth parak of Maseches Yivamos. This is parak test, Mishnah Aleph nine one, and the truth is that this Mishnah and the common Mishnahs um, don't actually add too much more in terms of new principles, but they are sort of the literal midway point. We're nine. We've finished eight out of the sixteen chapters, beginning the ninth chapter of Yivamos, and sort of there's almost like a recap of the principles we've seen so far. So the Mishnah says, "Yesh mutaras lebalein vasurusli man." Sometimes you have a scenario where a woman is permitted to be married to her husband, but she'd be forbidden to her husband's brother to do yibum. Sometimes mutarasli mehen. Sometimes she's permitted to her brother-in-law, but vasurus lebalein. But the actual original marriage was forbidden. Sometimes mutaras leilu veilu. Sometimes she's married and permitted to both be married with the original husband and the brother-in-law. And sometimes, sometimes the original marriage is forbidden, and the subsequent would-be marriage for Yibum between the brother-in-law and her is also forbidden. Here we go. So the first mission here will just discuss the first of those four categories, meaning these are the relationships where the original marriage is permitted, but the Yibum would be prohibited. Um... Again, remember, the obligation to do Yibam comes from the fact that these two brothers share a common father. They could have a different mother. Um, so that being the case, um, here we have, for example, Kohen Hediot. You have a Kohen Hediot, a regular Kohen, Shenasa Es Almana. He married a widow, which a Kohen is permitted to do. Vieshlo Ach Kohen Gadol. But his brother is the Kohen Gadol. Now, as a Kohen Gadol, he, a Kohen Gadol may not marry a widow. And that being the case, the original marriage is permitted, but if the woman then falls to Yibam after her original husband, the Kohen Hediot, passed away, the surviving brother-in-law, if that's only one being the Kohen Gadol, cannot do Yibam, because that's a forbidden relationship, and said they would just do Chalitza. Chalal, Shenasak Sheira. If you have a Chalal, this is a person who's, fa- who's this product of a relationship where the father's the Kohen and the mother's someone the home Kohen wasn't allowed to marry. So the child's a Chalal, that means he's been emptied out of his Kohuna. And that Chalal could marry whoever he wants to, because that Chalal essentially is a non-Kohen, but he carries with him the halachic stigma of being a Chalal, meaning the woman with whom he sleeps becomes a Chalala, and that she cannot marry a Kohen. So that being the case, if you have one brother, Reuven, who's a Chalal, Shenasa Kshera, and he married any old Jewish girl, which is permitted, because he's just marrying a regular Jewish girl, and he's a regular Jewish guy, but he's a halal. So then that's okay, but v'yeshlo ach kasher, if he has a brother who is a kosher kohen, ach kasher means a kosher kohen. So since the wife becomes a halala, when she sleeps with her husband, the halal, she becomes prohibited to marry a regular kohen, that's really based on a Pasuk, that's a Doraisa. Um, and that being the case, so now the original marriage is okay, but the Yibam is forbidden, and therefore you have to do Chalitza. Yisrael shenasa bas Yisrael v'yeshlo ach mamzer. If you, by the way, in the previous case there I just said we have two brothers, one who's a regular Chalal, and one who's a regular Kohen, and one who's a Chalal. If you'd ask how that could happen if they have the same father, so the answer is, and this will be a similar answer, one of the answers, but oh, useful answer for all of those similar type questions throughout the rest of this couple of Mishnayas, is that they have a common father, but they have two different mothers. So that being the case, the original husband's mother is different than the brother-in-law, the surviving brother's 
mother. And that being the case, they one could be a, a kasher kohen, and one could be a halal. And similarly here, Yisrael shenasa bas Yisrael, a regular Jew who marries a regular Jewess, that's going to be fine. Veishlo ach mamzer. But this regular Jew, Reuven, has a brother who is a mamzer. Again, how could that be? There are a few ways. But one simplest way is that their father, Yaakov, had two sons, Reuven and Shimon, but they came from two different mothers. So one mother was a regular Jew and one mother was a mamzeris or whatever she was. And that being the case, Reuven could be a regular Jew and Shimon could be a mamzer. Since Shimon's a mamzer, he can't marry um, the widow of Reuven, therefore the marriage is permitted, but the Ibn is forbidden. Similarly, Mamzer Shanasa Mamzeres, if you have two Mamzerim, they're allowed to marry one another. The Torah prohibits a Mamzer from entering Kal Hashem, but a Mamzer can marry a Mamzeres, and that being the case, so if Reuven's a Mamzer and he marries a Mamzeres, everything is fine, but if Reuven has a brother, let's call him a half-brother, Shimon, they have the same father, therefore there's an obligation for Yibam, but they have different mothers, it could be that Reuven is a mamzer, while Shimon isn't. And that being the case, since Shimon can't marry a mamzeris, Yim will be forbidden. And that being the case, like in all the previous cases in this Mishnah, Mutaras the Balean, all these cases, these women are married permissibly to their husbands, Vasurus Libayan, but they are forbidden to their brothers-in-law, and therefore you can't do Yibum. In any of those scenarios, they'll have to do Chalitza instead.